Hello, Gwenvenue. Welcome back to Conversations from a Room podcast. Ah, oh, god damn it. Now I'm getting a phone call. Okay, let's try this again. So welcome back to the show, folks. I am your host, Ricky Gervais. Look, guys, nowadays, everyone and their mother has a podcast. That's just how it is, okay? There are podcasts about how to start a podcast. Literally, I had this conversation yesterday. There are virtually podcasts for everything. Podcasts for how to love your plants more. Podcasts about how to make yogurt. Podcasts on people with a small penis, which I also host on weekends. But that's not the point. Uh, What I'm getting at is there is a never-ending supply, okay? So regardless to say, for those of you who come back to this ridiculous program, I thank you. This is something I still love to do. I love to chat with people. I love to talk about the things that we're passionate about, even though it's just a bunch of silliness. But you know what, guys? There's a podcast for silliness as well. So welcome to that one. But anyways, thank you for choosing this one. I hope everyone continues to tune in and enjoy the show. Also, if you'd like to help out the show, once again, please take a second to leave a rating, leave a review, okay? Subscribe, all those stereotypical things you gotta do, but it helps me out, okay? Please! Now, not only does it help the program, but it also helps my self-esteem, so (laughs) please give me! Uh, Anyways, on with the show. Uh, this, this episode, this episode, the guest of this episode, um, I'd like to introduce is Miss Stella, forgive me, Strzyzkowska. Okay. Stella Strzyzkowska. I apologize for not being able to pronounce your last name. Um, but in my defense, I am dumb. Anyway, Stella and I have known each other for many years. Uh, She's a longtime friend of mine back from Miami, Florida, once again. A Floridian, not a crazy one, one of the good ones. Um, God damn it! Okay, my phone is on silent. I am sorry, guys. I'm not this popular. It was my mom both times. (sighs) I love that woman. All right, so where was I? So Stella's always been a great friend of mine and an incredible artist and I don't just mean that figuratively she's a, literally an artist with probably like hundreds of projects at this point working with acrylics watercolors oil paintings anything that you can imagine under the sun under the palette under the canvas folks I encourage you to check out her work it is literally out of this world to say the least uh, the best way I can describe it is sort of a psychedelic vibrant dreamlike spiritual sort of essence and it's just full of life I've attached her Instagram to the episode notes along with her website we can see her entire gallery outstanding I also wanted to mention how honored I am that Stella was able to to open up about her history and you know I really appreciate her trusting me and being so honest and just present and um, for doing that on the show. So, without further ado, please enjoy episode 32 of Conversations from a Room. All right, so we're here. Thank you for uh, indulging me. I'm surprised that I'm even able to put these things online because me and the internet are not friends whatsoever. I don't really do social media. I don't really get how TikTok works. I'm not 60 years old. I'm just naive and uh, just kind of done with it all. But I did, I'm did. i starting this podcast because I like to talk to these people that are individuals in the arts who are these artistic minds and people who are passionate about what they do. 
And I was like, hey, she's got this this great art career of hers and she does all this amazing stuff. I'd oh, love sweet. to have her on and talk about, you know, your career and everything that you've become from school to your your adult life. How old are you now? 103? What's, what, <laughs> what, are you, what are you now? 28. Yeah. 28. You, you should be too, right? <laughs> I'm going to be 30. I'm going to be 30 in August. I'm 29. Oh, yeah, you were older. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. That. Look, this, yeah. Isn't, this isn't fake. This is a real beard. A real grown man I, beard. I, I'm a, I'm a, no, no, no. I'm a real grown boy. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not yet a man, not yet a man, but it's, uh, it's great to finally catch up with you. I hope you're doing good. Yeah. Uh, it's great to see your face, to hear your voice. Um, I'm doing good. Yeah. Still Miami out. Yeah. You're still my, you're still Miami bound, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're stuck That's here. That's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. Well, it's... stuck here because of life or because of the pandemic? I think the weather. Are you a real Miami person that you love? Your favorite part about Miami is that it just rains constantly. I like the fact that I can wear flip flops, you know, pretty much year round. Ah, uh, you're one of those folks. But yeah. you're in LA. You're 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 in that same situation. I've never been a flip. I've never been a flip flop guy. In fact, I hate flip flops, and I never want to wear them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I get uncomfortable with my toes out. It just it need a, those suckers need to be away. I just they don't. I they have no business being in anyone's business. So you know. Oh, okay, you know. heard heard. But um, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, anyways, I wanted to ask you. How did you start this venture into this art world? You used to doodle a bit here and there, but you've really, really got into like making it, you know, a profession. Well, you know, senior year, my technique started to really take off. And um, I started to, in high school, I started to get really like drawn to art. Um, I was going through a lot of struggles in my life, my personal life. So it was kind of like, if I'm going to college, I'm going to study art or I'm not going to college. There, I met Carrie Ann Bod, who was one of my major professors, and I started uh, taking her classes. And she kind of helped me get out of like different dark places I was in and helped me kind of get on the right track. So, Carrie Ann, um, she uh, introduced me to Amanda Sage. I started learning a certain technique. You know, I, I was at this point in my life where I was like, I'm going to do art or nothing. So, um, I graduated and then I kind of went into this weird period after school where it was like, am I going to be an art teacher? I really had the drive to like, I always wanted to be famous. I guess that's like the Leo in me or something. Oh, yeah. Are um, you kidding me? I still want to be famous. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. The other day I had this conversation with my mom and we were just talking about work and struggle. And I was like, mom, I just want to be on billboards. Okay. <laughs> I just want to have like fancy cars and a big house and just like, I just want to be on the side of a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so um I feel like for me it was a weird combination of things that came together um the mm -hmm. troubled self and then meeting the right mentors at the right time I was like in my studio one night and something told me sign up for Amanda Sage's workshop she's a painter from Colorado LA she teaches a certain technique so I went a state in New York called Cosm, the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. And I spent a week there and I met a whole ton of artists that are on the same kind of like, you know. That journey, you know, that kind of like self-discovery and whatnot. And like painting about it and using art to heal yourself and to manifest mm -hmm. the things you want in your life. We might have this playful part of, of ourselves that we express in our work. 
but we also have this deeper existential thing that we yeah. really want to come across. And, and that's fun that you get to explore that. You get to use that in your art, you know, and yeah. you practice it. And that's cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank so you. So what's your, what's your goal? What's something you would love to do with your, with your art? Ideally, I think I would love to just be making masterpieces like year round. That's like my ideal situation. Be working on like big, dense detailed works yeah so that like kanye west can be putting into like his it's in the it's in the study it's like you know 50 cent can be like yeah Yeah. it's in the lounge (laughs) i have one of the gillens in the lounge well actually um i actually just recently changed my last name oh so i was born strzovska i don't even know if you know that wow i didn't know you were born in russia no, my dad's from Poland. I was adopted by my stepdad in the fourth grade, and that's when my last name turned to Bien. So that was part of the darkness I was going through. It was like an identity crisis, like yeah. you know, not knowing who I am or my like my family members and all these you know things that happened. So last year during the peak of the pandemic, something was like you need to go back to your original name so you can be more whole. And mm-hmm. so the story doesn't continue to be lost because I think a lot of the pain and problems comes from disconnection. My grandparents met at a slave camp in Austria during oh, the wow. Holocaust. Yeah. I never knew this. I never knew it either. <laughs> this rich history about you. And that's incredible. Yeah, I didn't even find out this information until I was 27. Nobody talked about it because mm. it was so bad. And I lost touch with my my biological father growing up. So I finally have connected with my family and they started telling me these stories. And I just started to realize that a lot of pain comes from displacement and then people Mm not grieving correctly or having, you know, the proper information on the history of what's happened. So they don't really know why things happen the way they do, you know? So Mm -hmm. I just, something clicked and was like, that's going to make you feel more yourself. That's going to make you whole. I've always had this struggle with my last name. And my artist identity and signing work has always been like kind of awkward for me. Mm-hmm. And people always want to know where I'm from and stuff like that. And so now I'm Stella Strzowska. <laughs> um, Strzowska, huh? That's insane. Yeah. It's good that you're you're going back to your roots. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. When it comes to starting a piece, starting an art piece, where do you go? Like, do you just start drawing something and see where it goes? Do you dream something one day? Well, how do you get inspired, essentially? So I have different approaches, different ways. So my basic thing that I do every day is I have a ritual where I do a yoga practice, some sort of movement or a workout, and then mm-hmm. I meditate. And I do like a little series of intentions and affirmations after yeah. I meditate. I keep that so consistent and steady as a way to always keep the channel open. And my intentions are a lot of the times every day I'm focusing on receiving visions that shift my life in ways unimaginable, visions that are psychedelic healing medicine to culture, consciousness, um, and visions beyond my wildest dreams. So I focus on that, you know, visions that can really like nourish culture. That's my idea. Something inside me was like, you got to be a full-time artist because life is not guaranteed. Timing is is another thing that we have to struggle with every day. It's like, we have to realize impermanence. Yeah. You know, it does take a long time to get somewhere and you know, not, not everything lasts forever. And we would like to make something for ourselves. And 
not so much, you know, because we need the validation, but because we know that there's something internal in our hearts. That's what helped me get out of my depression. Um, like earlier on was like, I realized that all this pain in my life wasn't for any reason, like wasn't for no reason. And that the purpose of it all could be to make art to help others who are going through the same thing, maybe help them like shift their life. You know. Quick last question for this little segment. Yes. So for any young artist who's kind of like in art school or kind of struggling finding their theme or what's your advice for someone like trying to figure out their style, essentially? Mm. Um, do what you crave and, you know, go with that. Like, just make a lot of work and experiment. And like, when you wake up, if you're craving to do something like, you know, like in high school and in college, I got to do a lot of that, like painting and drawing and cutting and gluing and like experiment all your materials and see what you like and what works and maybe ask yourself, who am I? What am I doing? Am I okay? Am I making this with a purpose? What do I want? You know, kind of making a list of like, what do you want, you know, out of your life? And if you don't know, that's definitely a direction to start going in. Because a lot, I think a lot of people just don't know what they want typically. Mm -hmm. Definitely being experimental, I think is so important because if you don't experiment and you don't know what materials do together maybe you might find something that you're good at that you wouldn't have thought just by looking sometimes by doing and feeling you get to that place versus thinking in your head a lot of people are just researching and thinking and that they're not like really doing it it's that self-discovery as you were talking about before so that you can yes. really hone in on the craft put all your best efforts into making something that's true to yourself and that other people can relate to. Because at the end of the day, everyone was going to relate to whatever you're going through. All right. I would love to talk about like the theme of the podcast is movies and music and books, you know, stuff that inspires you. So I'm going to ask you my favorite three questions of the show. What's one of your favorite films? What's a guilty pleasure movie? And what's one of the worst movies you've ever seen? Go. <laughs> I mean, the first things that came to mind were the movies we liked growing up. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are still, those are still some of the best movies. Like Nacho Libre. Oh, so good. It's good. comes to mind immediately the lego movie i should have said that one honestly you should watch it it is deep oh like, i've seen i've seen both like of them i've think. seen lego movie one and two both in theaters oh, are you, you have? kidding me okay yeah i love those movies yeah so good you have traveled far to be here for a moment of great import we have learned that lord business plans to unleash a fully weaponized craggle on taco tuesday to end the world as we know it Please calm yourself. The reason why that movie is really good is because it's it's written by Phil Lord. He's he's a he's a writer who not only loves to write kids movies, but he brings in this sort of bigger idea of of life and existence and who are we and what are we doing and all that stuff. Yeah. He wrote um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. He wrote the Lego movie. He wrote the new Spider Verse film. Oh, okay. He's a great writer and he's from Miami. Believe it or not. No way. Yeah, I think he grew up in in, in Coral Gables. Yeah. Shout out to Miami. He is just this. This guy who knows the bridge between the the hardship of life, but also 
the goofiness of it all, the the childlike wonder of it all, and this this happy world that we we still live in. Would you say Nacho Libre is like one of your guilty pleasure movies? Yeah, that would be the guilty pleasure. Yeah, Nacho Libre is another one, another one of those films that is it's artistic. It's a very artistic film, and it, it's it's way more than it needs to be. How about how about a bad movie? Is there ever a movie you've watched that's just so bad you kept wondering how the hell did this get made? First thing that came to mind was like Sharknado. I don't know if you ever heard oh, of that. Oh, well, absolutely. A shark storm similar to the one that tore through the Los Angeles region last year, and Al does have more detail. Matt, these, these Sharknados uh, are actually a rare anomaly. While there have been isolated reports in the past of marine life actually being sucked into storms, a Sharknado is much more powerful and a lot more deadly. I mentioned Los Angeles. Yeah, those year. movies, <laughs> I know they're like... Like, they're notably like, oh, it's so bad, it's good. But why bother? As soon as they got the script, as soon as the, the producer has got the script and it's called, so it's called Sharknado because it's a tornado of sharks. Yes, I'll give you a billion dollars to make this. <laughs> like, it's insane. But people like it. Yeah, my partner made me watch that. So you didn't, you didn't even think it was, like, bad funny? No, I just was, like, bored. <laughs> but <laughs> I need to watch more movies. I have been. And like slapping on that part. Yeah, your your movie references are all from like the early 2000s. Yeah, I know. It sounds like it, right? <laughs> how about this? What's a film that's recently gone back and watched and forgot how great it was? Not specifically. I mean, I saw Seven Years in Tibet recently and I had okay. seen that when I was younger, but I hadn't understood it the way I saw it this time. Is that the one with Brad Pitt? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it's it. It's good. You should watch it. What's it about? A man from Austria going on, I guess, an excursion. He ends up in Tibet, leaves his family, ends up staying there. Years go by and it's like just shows how the Tibetans lived and then China invades and whole story of the Dalai Lama as a kid. Well, it's based on a true story, isn't it? Yeah, it's really great. (laughs) But you see, Tibetans believe all living creatures were their mothers in a past life. So we must show them respect and repay their kindness. And never, never harm anything that lives. You can't ask a devout people to disregard a precious teaching. Yes, but your holiness, (laughs) with your respect, um, we can't possibly, (laughs) I'm sorry, but we can't possibly rescue all the worms, not if you want the theater finished in this lifetime. (laughs) You have a clever mind. Think of a solution. And in the meantime, you can explain to me, what is an elevator? That's a good recommendation. I definitely have to see it then. And I love me some Brad Pitt movies, so I'll go. I'll definitely check it out. I love them all, but you have to be able to dip into every single one. You know what I mean? That goes for you, you know, someone who only likes to watch Lego movies. You know, I think you should probably explore different things. <laughs> yeah, you gotta help me out. <laughs> I'm like stuck watching Rick and Morty most of the time. Um, but let's move on really quick. I want to ask you, when you do your art, what type of music do you listen to? What inspires you? I have different gears. Like I love um, like Tibetan bowl, just sound bowls. Like I just listen to sounds. Oh yeah, like for meditation and stuff like that. And then I have like another channel is Karunesh, just different sounds, relaxing stuff. And 
them. I love the Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia Band. Grateful Dead is awesome. Those are go to. Sugar Magnolia. Ringing that of like 90s dance music lately <laughs> oh, that's fun that's awesome the 90s was a good year for music because the 80s was a terrible time for music <laughs> i'm sorry if anyone disagrees with me i'm sure there will be i hate all the music from the 80s now but yeah it had a lot of the similar beats Every 80s movie had the worst soundtrack because the music was just so off-putting. Yeah. It was like you had some teenage girl crying in a room and then like all of a sudden it cuts to... But then the 90s was cool because we started to get like this alternative punk phase and we started to get like this alternative dance phase and it was really fun. You know, we got Radiohead, Nirvana, No Doubt, all these bands that were coming out of the blue and really changing alternative music for everyone. A lot of like the, I don't know how, what the name of it is, like, la, da, da, dee, da, 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 da. Yeah, I totally understood what you're saying. Yeah, I could go down a list. I could send you a list, but it's, I'm trying to think of names on the spot and I'm having a hard time. Around the world, though. That's so funny. No mercy, where do you go? Oh, where do you go, my lovely? So we're just going to go with 90s dance music for now. And the one that goes, ha da 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 Yeah. There's the one that's actually coming back that's really popular. It's, uh, it's the rhythm of the night. Yes, exactly. That's my 90s go-to. That's funny. So so artists like that. You know what the funny thing is? These are the songs that I grew up listening to because my mom used to love this type of music. This was like my mom's like go-to music. We would be sitting like it. She had like a BMW convertible and she'd be like, I want to know. I think that's why I've been listening to it. It reminds me of like when I used to go to like tanning salons with my mom. Yes, exactly. They would just be blasting this music. And growing up in Miami, those songs were really a big deal. Yeah, because Miami's Miami's like, yeah, it's like a party. And so those songs were like in the 90s when I was growing up. Oh my gosh, they were playing every day. It was like top hits. The music was better than on the radio also but those are like the go-tos and then i listen i i hop on the vision train a lot which is um amanda stage started this online zoom call that's 24 hours and it's mm. been going on for a whole year now and what what did she discuss so what it is is just a virtual studio for international artists to go on and just paint together that's awesome all the time and it's just always running yeah okay they're like four different conductors each day oh that's cool. and then that's they'll cool. have like different discussions different offerings sometimes people will be 
doing interviews. Is this open to the public? It's not exactly open to the public, but if you look up nonstop global vision train on Facebook, you can ask to join. And if you're an artist, you'll fill out like a little form and then you can join. We have like a few thousand members. That's awesome. A lot of resources. Join a group, you know, feel inspired by other people, you know, join the movement. That's, that's great. Totally. Could I ask you to recommend one book to us, a book that really did a number on you? Well, I can recommend two. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's funny because they're right in front of me. I like this one. It's uh, The Celestial Gallery by Romeo Shrestha. I can never pronounce his name right. He's from Tibet. Shrestha. 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 He's on the vision train often. He's awesome. It's ridiculous. He was a friend. He's a friend of Amanda's. The book is all of this rich culture of all of this stuff that I've been still digesting. It's kind of like a a roadmap, a journey, the book. It's like your art Bible. And then, well, this is also the other one, Sacred Mirrors by Alex Gray. Whoa, that is a serious cover right there. It's really just has like the groundwork for somebody who's looking inside of themselves and looking to make art. Just anybody. I mean, I think we're all artists as humans, so anybody would benefit from this book. Yeah, that's exactly the type of things that can really open up someone's idea of like what type of artist they want to be. And they help ask the right questions, too. That's awesome. Okay, so these are my quick, I call them my curiosity questions. If you weren't an artist, what would be another unrealistic dream job? Uh, I guess an entrepreneur that just invests in like real estate or something. <laughs> wow. I mean, you said not wow. an artist. Your unrealistic dream job? I'm saying like something else you would love okay. to do. Maybe like. Unless you're really into real estate, you weirdo. I mean, maybe like a farmer. That's perfect. Just working with my hands, working with animals, yeah. having your own crops, goat's milk. And- yeah. Whatnot. I've often wondered about that too. Like, what would my life would be if I was a farmer? I would hate waking up at five a.m. every day. That would be the worst part about it. Yeah. But yeah, working on a farm, it's it's a very humble lifestyle and connection to nature. You know, growing your own food. That is that is kind of a, a neat experience. So yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. A farmer. What do you think you were in your past life? I mean, I think that there's many past lives i think about past lives like we could be a pigment of color on a butterfly in another life wow, that's i think of it very fluidly <laughs> no that's that's incredible yeah. i i would have said like i don't know like a sneaker <laughs> like a tennis shoe <laughs> <laughs> like a new balance shoe from the 90s so good that's so good but no that's incredible yeah like not just not just varieties of different characters and people but just colors and shapes like you could have been anything yeah you could have been a flower a flower that's incredible okay cool stella what is your ultimate favorite dream breakfast (laughs) well i really love pancakes pancakes are always the best (laughs) yeah Yeah. You can never go wrong. If we're really going to be extra, probably like... This is extra, extra. This is like last meal. (laughs) Maybe pancakes and like hash browns or something or potatoes. So good. Yeah. Are you sausage, bacon, tofu? Yeah, I'm a tofu girl. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never guessed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. This is the last one. It's called This or That. Okay, here we go. Old school or new school? Old school. Cool. Whiskey or beer? Beer. Sci-fi or spaghetti western? Uh, sci-fi. <laughs> Disney World or Universal Studios? Disney. Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Steve Buscemi? I'll say The Rock. 
Mild or spicy? Spicy. All right, last one. Owen Wilson or Luke Wilson? I don't. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I mean, I would have said Owen because I know Owen, but I don't know the other dude. You're not taking the easy way out, and you're gonna you're gonna take a risk and say the other one that you don't know. I'll take the the easy way, Owen. Oh, you should have picked Luke. <laughs> Okay, that's our show. That's, that's the whole shebang. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Also, do you want to promote yourself? Yeah. Where can we find your stuff? You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Stella Strazovska. So yeah, you wanna... you're gonna, you're, we're gonna have to, we're, we're gonna need some <laughs> assistance with that because there's no way no one's gonna spell it right away. I'll link it. My website is the same, Stella Strazovska. My TikTok is the same. So the handles for all of them are the okay, same. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll add it to the episode notes. Cool. I appreciate you so much. So this is the last, last question of the show. I like to ask the guest, what is your favorite noise? Favorite noise? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of uh, the, the sound when I sell something in my phone. <laughs> it makes like this <laughs> little chicklings. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm like, okay, wow. I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> so as much as you are an artist, the sound of money in the bank is your favorite noise. Wow. You, you know, are, you I, are becoming I, an artist for all the wrong reasons. You selfish no, it's, bastard. It is. That it is, is so it is, honestly um, though, that is, that is the most rewarding thing. There's yeah. nothing better than begin than getting paid for what you love to do. You know what I mean? Like by just putting our art out there, that's tough to do. So yeah, it is a very rewarding thing. It's the validation that it's working. Exactly. So yeah, I I, I do agree with the cha-ching. It like does something to me. Money is a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful sound, isn't it? Exactly. I just I have a fear of having to go back to a restaurant. So every time I hear that, it's like confirmation that I don't have to go back and sling martinis ever again. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you. I, I really can't wait to see it. your venture forth into the beyond and continuing to do great stuff. Same so here. good luck. Thank you. I wish you the best. All right, here's my sign off. I'm going to start a sentence and I'm going to have the guest finish it. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, again, for tuning into Conversations from a Room. Have a nice night and stay shiny.